a great leader, I'll give you an example, is able to adapt their management style to each individual so they can get the most out of each team member. If you didn't write that down, you definitely should. Welcome to Hire Breakthrough, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs like you take the breakdown out of their hiring breakthrough. If you're a founder who is ready to take back control and build your A-team without the overwhelm, you are in the right place. Your host, Kimon Napier, is a hiring strategist, speaker, consultant, and CEO of Hire Breakthrough. We're on a mission to help founders like you connect with the right talent to scale higher. Your time is way too valuable to stay stuck, and we want to show you how to stop chasing unicorns, take an intentional approach to your talent strategy, so you can make your next right hire. Let's get started. Welcome to the Hire Breakthrough Podcast. My name is Kamal Napier, aka The Hiring Strategist. And today I'm going to be talking about the difference between management versus leadership. This is a crucial topic for any founder to really tune in and listen to. So I want to make sure that you have your pen and paper ready because I don't think anybody teaches anyone how to lead a team versus managing a team. Like there was never a course in college when I was in college that taught that subject. If you started your own business, you're not really focused on the difference between management versus leading. So it is a really a crucial topic if you are growing your team. So let's talk about what's the real difference between the two. So I just want to say this flat out, just because you have the title as founder or CEO or president in your business, that doesn't automatically mean that you're a great leader. And that is okay. The most important part is to accept that fact and to do things moving forward to change that fact, because it's going to be instrumental and crucial for the long-term success of your business for you to think of yourself as a leader versus a manager. Now, of course, if you are new to business or you have a very early startup, it's true that you may be managing everything and everyone, including yourself. But at some point, in order for you to truly grow and to eventually scale your business and company, you are going to have to put on the leadership hat. But in order to make that shift, it's essential for you to change some things in how you interact and how you think to make sure you understand what it takes to be a leader. So let's just jump in to discuss the real difference between a manager and a leader. So when you think about managers, particularly effective managers, they are project focused. So, you know, you can describe a really effective manager as somebody who's organized, somebody who's detail oriented. But if you think about leader, leaders are visionaries. They are the visionaries of any company and they're inspiring teams to go above and beyond. So a great leader, I'll give you an example, is able to adapt their management style to each individual so they can get the most out of each team member. If you didn't write that down, you definitely should, because that is how you retain employees for the long term. So that is one of the key differences between a manager and a leader. And you want to make sure that you are being the leader. Now, 
When you are leading a business, like I said before, you're typically the visionary. So ask yourself right now, what is the role that you have in your business? Do you even have time to visualize the future of your company? Have you looked at your org chart or have you even created one? Have you thought about the success of your team members from the time that they start with your company to even 10 years into the future? Do you even have people on your team who want to stay for the long term? These are all questions that you should be asking yourselves because ultimately the skills that got you to where you are right now in business is not what you're going to need to get to the next level. So in order for you to move from being a manager to a leader, you're going to have to train yourself to really think of yourself as a leader and make sure you have leadership skills in order to lead people and you're going to need to focus. So I want to talk about five ways that you can really make a smooth transition into leadership. If you haven't checked out the Higher Breakthrough Calculator yet, what are you waiting for? The Higher Breakthrough Calculator is a simplified tool allowing you to calculate the budget for your next hire minus the hassle. If you find yourself saying, I can't afford to hire or need to create your hiring budget, this is the tool for you. Go to HireBreakthrough.com calculator and check it out right now. So let's jump in and get started. So the first thing is that you need to be able to inspire people. Just because you are a leader doesn't mean you're just going to walk around all day and just tell people what to do. That is just not in basically the job description of a leader. That's not all that they do. A great leader, they're going to be able to motivate the people that report to them. So particularly if you're a leader, let's say you have maybe two directors on your team, you have a couple of managers and so forth. You need to be able to motivate those people because they are managing for you. They're doing the managing. And if you're not able to motivate them, what it simply means is that they're not going to be motivated to manage the people underneath them. And it creates a ripple effect in a business and a company because it starts from the top. It always starts from the top. So in order for you to, to move from being a manager to a leader, you need to tap into your own sense of purpose. And you have to be able to articulate that to your team because when your employees and your team members, if they're inspired and they're proud of what is being communicated by their leader, they'll be out and they'll be shouting it from the rooftops. Like if you've ever seen people who have so much pride in the places that they work, it's because it starts from leadership and that leader is able to inspire them. So once they're inspired and they're proud of the values that's being communicated by leaders, they'll be able to perform way better and they'll be able to push through things in particularly tough times. This was a key difference between businesses that thrived um, in the pandemic. You had a lot of businesses that thrived and their team was a crucial part in them moving through the pandemic sometimes even thriving. So what I want you to take from that is when you are a leader who inspires 
your subordinates, when you inspire your direct reports, you are motivating your employees, you're motivating your team members. And remember, a motivated employee is a loyal employee. So never forget that. The next thing is that a leader is creating a vision. They are sharing that vision with the people in the company. So there's one aspect where you are defining your company culture and the whole nine yards. It's a different thing where you're able to actually communicate these big ideas to everybody in the company. So, and it's not just management. You want to be able to communicate these big ideas to everybody, regardless of title, regardless of status. So in order for you to transition from a manager to a leader, you need to understand how to be transparent. And you need to understand how your messaging is going to inspire, remember I talked about inspiration, is going to inspire the best work from your employees. Because great leaders and exceptional leaders are able to create the vision, but also drive the vision. So it's going to effectively become a shared vision, both now and in the future. This is going to set you apart from the masses. So that's the second thing. The next thing is that a real leader takes ownership for their own mistakes. I can't tell you how this will help you set yourself apart from so many other people. There are so many leaders out here that mess up and versus taking ownership when they mess up, they are deflecting their mistakes onto other people. And I'll give you an example of that. You know, a leader might have made a bad decision when when it comes to investing in something. And rather than saying this was not a good move, I understand how this could have been detrimental to the company. What this leader is doing what is deflecting it onto their manager. So if they have like, I don't know, their finance manager. Well, you know, you should have just worked the numbers a little bit better. And then the company wouldn't be feeling um, such a major fan- financial hit from this investment. That is an example of a leader deflecting, taking ownership of their own mistakes. Now, what a real leader would do is to take ownership of the mistakes and ask for feedback. That is also a key component. You want to ask for feedback from your team members and from the people around you because that's how you get the buy-in into the company. So if you are not asking for feedback, if you are not taking ownership of your mistakes, you cannot expect your team, whether it's upper management, whether it's general people who are working with your team, you can't expect them to take ownership of when they make their own mistakes. What they're going to do is constantly deflect from the mistake because they learned it from you. They see you doing it and they're thinking, that's a part of the company culture. This is what I must do in order to ensure I have a job. It's the littlest things like this that just trickle down and create a ripple effect in an organization. So please, in order for you to be a great and exceptional leader, make sure you're taking ownership of the things that you're doing, the mistakes that you're making as well. The next thing is that a real leader is going to delegate. I can't tell you how crucial that is. Delegation is something that a lot of people, managers and leaders just the same, have difficulty doing. But in order for you to be a real leader, you need to be able to delegate and you have to be able to ask for help. You alone cannot run a company, right? So if you have these big dreams of hitting, you know, eight, nine figures in in business. It's not possible for you to run that business just with you alone. You're going to burn yourself out. 
into the ground and nobody is not trying to do any of that. So what you need to do is delegate to the talented people around you that you can rely on so you can scale your business more effectively. This is how you you are going to grow. You need people to be involved in all aspects of your team. You need people to, to take on projects to free up the time in your calendar rather than you know, you focusing on every and anything. And I guarantee you 90% of the things that you're focusing on, if this is you, are probably not revenue generating. And that is the seat that you need to be sitting in. If you're somebody who needs any particularly help with hiring people and delegating, you're on the right podcast because that is what me and my team at Hire Breakthrough does. So feel free to hit us up. Of course, the other thing is that this is going to help you foster opportunities for the people you're delegating to. So it's going to help them to build new skills. People want to learn. They want to be developed. So if you have these talented individuals or if you need to get talented individuals that you can delegate things to so you can actually hit the goals, so you can actually be impactful with your business, then What you need to do is you need to get clear on who you need to hire and then you need to start delegating things out to the talented individuals on your team. So I want to read you a quote. Um, This quote was from Eleanor Roosevelt and is one of my favorite, favorite quotes of all time. Remember, a good leader inspires people to have confidence in the leader. A great leader inspires people to have confidence in themselves. So it says it all there in the quote, you want to inspire people to have confidence in yourselves. So you want to give the people that are working for you permission to be confident in the things that they're doing so they can help take your business to the next level. So for you to move from a manager to a leader, of course, it's a transformation and it's challenging. But the beauty of it is that when you succeed in it, you're going to reap the rewards for, of course, yourself personally, but for your company and the vision that you've set forth in that. So these are the key differences um, to take into account when you're shifting from being a manager to a leader. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. I hope you had your pen and paper available and you took lots and lots of notes. This episode is designed to help all of you who are founders to really take the initiative to become that true CEO leader in your business. And I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, please go below and review the podcast episode and make sure that you rate it. I hope you enjoyed this and stay tuned for the next episode. Are you ready to stop chasing unicorns and hire diverse, qualified talent, but you need help with the full hiring process? If so, be sure to visit HireBreakthrough.com slash scale so our team can help make your next right hire today. This podcast is produced, engineered, and edited by CEO Rising Creative and Greatborn Studios.